0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjoude, and on today's episode, we have a special guest. She's going to introduce herself and let you know where you could find her if you, if you need to get in contact with her.
1: Hey, everyone. My name is Sherlene Jovi, and you can find me on YouTube at Your Beauty Fro and on Instagram at um, FTI Media. If you saw um, her cover page, her logo, that was us, DM us for any inquiries. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be on Safe Haven today.
0: So. I'm excited for her to be on. <laughs> Listen, this is this is like in the long making. Just so you guys know, just like a little background story of Charlene and me. Um, <clears throat> I've known Charlene for some years, and Safe Haven this year was actually her encouraging me to kind of like put it out there she didn't know I was gonna say that but um she has been very encouraging like just like putting the work together she's like hey you could do this but yeah and I finally get to have her on I'm like excited Yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not but, really though I'm here
1: for everybody winning if you got something that you want to put out that you want to do just do it get out of your comfort zone I think everybody has a lot to share with the world and do it however you feel pleased to do it yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, on today's episode, we're going to talk about insecurity and all that comes along with insecurity. Mm. Let's get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get naked. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have um, Charlene, um define um, insecurity for herself, and then we'll look into the definition um, of the internet.
1: Okay. Um, insecurity. Um Insecurity is just
0: anything that shows a lack of confidence to me. So. Yeah, I like that. That's that's literally what the internet says about it: lack of confidence or assurance, and it's also just like self-doubt, doubting yourself, or psyching yourself out, belittling yourself. Um, I don't know. It's like anything that's like stops you from achieving anything great that you know that you're capable of. But yeah, now that we identify the word. Um, How do you think insecurity um, affect us young people? Like, especially this generation.
1: Ooh. Okay. Um, I can say, like, whatever generation there are insecurities, um, Gen Z, I feel sorry for y'all. Because, (laughs) literally, Gen Z is, like, the generation that's, like, in front of, like, the screen the most. And then COVID, you know, got even worse where, like, schooling and everything, like, is online. So um, I think that we at least got the chance to have, like, more face-to-face interactions before the world of, like, social media came. Like, you know, MySpace and Facebook and all of that (laughs) things. Like, those are types of things that people really had to, like, teach us. Like, be careful about what you post on the internet, you know? Like, you had to sneak, your parents wouldn't let you, you know, download those things. I think you had to be, like, 18. Yeah, you had to be, like, 18 plus to have some of these sites. So, um, it was something, like, social media was taught to us, whereas these kids five years old, they're given a the phone, they're given the iPads, you know, they things like that. They got technology. Exactly, and so they're like exposed to, you know, the world that, um, where people feel, I guess, validated mm-hmm. through likes like, and comments. comments, you know, reshares, <laughs> reposts. Or DMs. Like. So, yeah, so they like heavily rely on that, so I think a lot of their insecurities come from that versus us, most of our insecurities, I could say like, okay, the Haitian community. <laughs> <laughs> They are harsh, I'm sorry. Like, the Haitian community, they are... You gotta have tough skin. Like, you gotta have (laughs) tough skin, like, and what's crazy is because, like, whereas in the household is where you should be getting, like, the most love and, you know, the most positive, you know, reinforcements, it'd be like your own aunties and uncles that'd be like, you know... Got on Goltes, you know, got on Zopopane. So like, they be calling us, you know, skinny, Ted Papa, like everything. <laughs>
0: if you do anything wrong, it's like, fuck Papa. It's your dad's fault. Oh, it's you got that from your dad's side of the family?
1: Exactly. So, like, everything. Like, insecurity-wise, like, you learn first, like, within, like, the family. I won't say the household, you know, per se, because my parents, I will, you know, shout out to my parents, like, they were, you know, really good with, like, instilling, like, you know, that you're beautiful, you're this and that. I don't really think my parents really, like, went too crazy with, like, insults. I don't even, I don't even think I've ever heard my mom insult me. Um, but... I will say that, like, within, like, the family, that's where a lot of my insecurities came from first because if they came from there first, when people told me, it's like, man, I already know, but they already (laughs) told me. But now I gotta defend myself. Like I need a <laughs> comeback when they call me, you know, skinny and ashy or whatever they call me. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Wait, but... you were called ashy? No, I wasn't ashy. But you know, when people trying to like, you know, when people trying to come at you, they be like, that's why your knees oh. can start fires. <laughs> like, you know, kids was mean in elementary school. I mean, yeah, like all of our insecurities started like early in life, and then they carry into your adulthood. And when into your adulthood, that's when you kind of like decide what are you gonna do with those insecurities. Are you going to believe? even like them are you gonna buy into them are you going to change yourself because of them are you going to accept them are you going to love yourself i think that like that becoming is where you know, you kind of sort through, like, okay, where did these insecurities come from? Is it because of this person told me that, or is this what I really feel about myself? I'm sorry, I didn't even know I was going to go there, but like, that's my
0: answer. I just like how she snaps. She <laughs> like, literally snaps. But um, I think, like, with the Haitian culture, they feel like, okay, if I say this to you, if somebody else say you don't even care because I already put it in your head, so it's mm-hmm. not going to fit you. And then you're, you're left with this thing in your head. Like, you're left with it. And it's, like, it's something that's re- that you're reminded of every mm-hmm. day. It's like this aunt say and then a uncle come out of nowhere. It's, like, once you hear this thing, it's, like, okay, I'm just never going to get away. I'm never going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to do that. And then that's when I feel like the self-doubt comes in. Yeah. And okay. then you start belittling yourself, even though you have the ability of doing these things, even though, like, you're, like, the finest thing. <laughs> you're like you're like the finest thing in the world. Like people could um give you all the compliments in the world, but like once you leave home with that mentality, you know, you're ugly. Cause um honestly, like growing up, I was called the ugly the um ugly ducklin for the longest and I believed it and I think like it was like one time I was just like I think once I met you was like when I really started like looking at myself as like beautiful because I felt like you were always just, like, you always speak life to me. Like, that's something. Just like, you, you out here going to be all emotional, but you always speak life over me. Actually,
1: lying to y'all wasn't me. <laughs> 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 what? Okay, I'm just kidding. I don't know, truthfully.
0: No, because, like, I grew up being very insecure about a lot of things. Like, I'm, I'm insecure about smiling. People don't know that because I smile a lot. But I'm very insecure about my smile because people make fun of me. They're like, "Oh, you are that makes too. <laughs> they're 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 always like, "Oh, you're always smiling. Why are you happy?" Like in the Haitian culture, you smiling. What's so good about the day? <laughs> <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of people you was around? Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I grew up around the Haitian Haitians. Like, I legit was born in Haiti, so like I've I've um you know gone through that firsthand, but. No, I'm, I'm glad you snapped on that, but...
1: <laughs> no, nah, it is true, though. Like, some patients can be really, really harsh, and a lot of times they look at it as a negative thing, but it's, like, it's a negative and a positive. It's, like, dang, like... You
0: <laughs> can't hurt me. My like, family already hurt that's me.
1: That's all I say. Dang, all that family hurt. Like, y'all ain't even had to tell me my head was big that way or that I had a long head because they like, such long. Like, they used to call me a long head. Anyways, but on the positive end, it's just, like...
0: And prepares it for the real
1: world. I mean, yeah, like, because y'all can't, yeah, like, it builds that tough skin, and it's like, well, y'all can't hurt my feelings, my my auntie already did, like, my auntie already told me, and next what?
0: (laughs) And what? I'm a big head, so... (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys, but no, um... <clears throat> but, um, do you feel like insecurity plays a role in, um, our, um, our parents, the choices they make and stuff? Like, let's say, um, for instance, there's people, like, that falls into marriage. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: And, um, I feel like they, they want to get into marriage because they're trying to cover up something they're insecure about.
1: Okay. And uh,
0: they're, they're trying mm-hmm. to fill a void. Type
1: um,
0: of
1: thing. I think, mm, not really I don't like okay like when you say like our parents I don't really think so I think that that can just be anyone in general like I see it all the time with like people our age Mm -hmm. um and older where people just kind of get married because like they think that that would bring them some type of happiness right but I can't say that that's our parents because um I wouldn't say that all Haitian parents but a lot of them um, don't really share like you know their before marriage is just like when you was born. That's as much as you know about them. You get a, like a little bit of their history, but you don't really know. So I don't think that it's necessarily insecurity thing, but I do think that like within the household they bring you know a lot of generational things and a lot of things mm-hmm. like that the way they were raised, not realizing <laughs> that one. This is America, and America is different. You know, we don't have to do the, a lot of the same things that they did, you know, growing up in Haiti, or, you know, however those times was. I never even meant to Haiti, so I, I, I can't even tell you how, you know, and what type of walks my dad and my mom was having to do to get to school or to get water or whatever she the kids. needed water, You
0: know, you know mom would, would never say she's a
1: princess. Yeah, no, my mom would tell you she wasn't doing that. She's I a princess. Her, she, yeah, she's the reason I'm like this. <laughs> but um, no further. Um, so you no, know, yeah, I think that a lot of like the way their parents raise them is a product of how they raise us. No. But I won't say that it's done out of you know insecurity. insecurity. It's just out of you know na- not lack of before. yeah lack of knowledge or you know just not knowing that you know maybe this is not the most healthiest way to bring up you know um, a family. But that's
0: all they know some people are open-minded, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> There's some people that are not open-minded. No, feel these. Mom and Daddy, uh-huh. please work on it. Uh, <laughs> but um, do you feel that insecurity... Well, I think you answered that. I was going to ask if you feel that insecurity could be passed down from one generation to another.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> like, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, if your parents show you, like, like example, like... um. Okay, like, our generation, we can say that... Let's use the natural hair movement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we can say that our parents, or I could say my mom, I've seen some of her hairstyles, and she done went through every single every, every hairstyle. Every single one of them, even with the cut. You know, you're right, the jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. My mom had the jerry curls. So I have those like... peaches, too. <laughs> she don't <laughs> <So> know. <laughs> literally, like, they went through every single hairstyle. And, you know, for a long time, like, your hair had to be, you know, white-passing. It had to be, you know... Suitable for society, so a lot of people didn't rock their natural hairs after a while. Like after the '70s, I feel like, like mid '80s to '90s, like early 2000s, like the natural hair started to fade out, and it was more the perms and the relaxers. And
0: so even the skin texture, even the skin to the skin tone was like like a big problem. Like, a lot of people would try to bleach and be lighter. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, recently until, like, people started, like, embracing... Embracing, you
1: know, their melanin. But, yeah, so I think that, like, those type of, like... I'm going to use that example. Like, those type of mothers, they raise their daughters to be like, okay, your hair has to be this type of way when you go to school or whatever. And your hair has to be, you know, like, straight. Let's let's slap a, you know, texturizer because your hair is too difficult, you know, to do. And so because... You know, the mother, you know, raised some of us like that. Our hair became an insecurity of ours to the point where some people cut their hair go natural and never wear it out because, oh, my hair is too short. Oh, my hair is too, you know, kinky. My hair is 4Cs. Don't look like the rest of those girls. So, like, we don't initially take pride in our own hair, but because of the way we were raised. But, you know, some of, you know, these mothers now, like example, Ie, if I had a child or somebody you know my age have children and they have natural hair, they raise their children to have natural hair, and they never know what it's like to not like their hair, yeah, because their mother showed them that like, yo, your hair is beautiful, so they never think of it as an insecurity. So I think in that sense, it can be passed down.
0: Like yeah. that's just an example. Of <clears throat> using. but yeah, for sure, I think like insecurity could all um from like ugh, I was just thinking this to My brain just like fogged up on me. Um. I'm going to have to come back on that. I'm losing.
1: Next question.
0: <laughs> um, Insecurity, because, um, you know, we try to relate every topic to, like, the Bible and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> in the Bible, do you feel like anybody, like, do you feel any biblical character had, like, insecurities that they were trying to hide? Because I, I feel like a lot of, of most of the Bible um, characters did. Yeah. Like, Gideon and all, and all of them.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the first person that I thought of when you said that was Sarah, Abraham's wife. Um, just because one, I love this their story, and um, I know that as a woman, you know we're able to reproduce, and when you can't, like that's it's understandable for that to like spark up some type of insecurity because it's like something that you should you know, that you're supposed to do. Um, and, you know, she couldn't conceive. Um, and so that was, you know, sparked some insecurity. I, th- I think that, like, when they received the message from God, they were, like, in their hundreds. Like, they were old, old. Like, they was real old. So, like, nobody <laughs> <That's>... would have thought, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that nobody was... would have thought that, like, they was going to be able to have a kid. So um, even when God confirmed that, you know, she was just like, mm, and just kind of let Abraham, you know, take one of their you know what is their servants Mm -hmm. and just you know allow. she was wrong
0: for that yeah don't keep the girl out but it's
1: because you know she didn't have that confidence that she really could you know carry this child So that yeah uh, sarah
0: sarah okay
1: but yeah so she was insecure in that and even you know when um the servant what was her name hagar yeah when hagar had the baby um you know, she was cruel to Hagar. She was, you know, not probably not the nicest to the child either. She just hated that someone else was able to give, you know, her husband a child first.
0: And then she had the girl kicked out. It's like, not nah, Abraham, she got go to go listen. But the Lord is
1: merciful, okay?
0: The Lord had favor over him and Hagar. Um, Just like you gave an example from the Old Testament, I want to give the example of Peter, when Peter was walking on water and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really look at it, you're like, oh, that's just doubt. But, like, self-doubt plays a role in Mm -hmm. insecurity. And I think, like, Peter was, like, very confident at one point. And I think some of us, we start off being very confident in who we are. And then we meet society and society is telling us, you're not this, you're not that. And Peter's like facing this thing where it's like, I'm walking in the water and the waves are like coming at me like crazy. Mm -hmm. And there's somebody there telling me to come to him. I see him and I trust him. Mm -hmm. Come on past don't on. do me! Don't do me! Where we going? <laughs> we <Will us in. laughs> Oh, But Peter is just like the because um, the voice of the world's really loud mm-hmm. from what God is saying to you. Because in the Bible, God is telling us we're fearfully and wonderfully made, mm-hmm. and in the in the book of Genesis, God is um, God is talking to like Jesus, and and it's like the Trinity is talking, and they're like, "Let's make men in our image," meaning that I've I am made with everything. God is um God is basically, and then society is telling you. Oh, you're too small. You're not. You're not powerful. Your voice is too low. Because there's people that talk very low and they're very insecure about their voice. And there's people like me who's like five and five three or five two and beneath where you're very insecure about your height. And people that are insecure about just their face because they have acne and all that stuff. And you hide. You hide behind all that the world's telling you. And Peter was going through that moment with the waves where the waves were very loud and they were just like, you know, they, it was like a raging sea that was happening yeah. and it's like that's when it kicked in and like he's insecure and he's very insecure about okay am I gonna make it there am I really gonna make it to him is he really going to get me through that's what you know I'm,
1: mm-hmm. I just yeah. had a whole
0: Bible moment. no yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel you that's a perfect
0: example
1: um, using Peter um, cause like you said you know God was clearly telling him or Jesus was clearly telling him like you know come join me like come walk on this water and you know He didn't really, like, listen to God versus he was just like, you know, naturally, if I step, I'm going to drown. (laughs) So, that's exactly what he was going to do. He didn't, like, believe in his own capability. He believed that Jesus could do it. But he didn't think that, like, I don't got the power to do that. (laughs) Right now, man. (laughs) what I know is that,
0: you know, gravity is going to drive Gra- me. <laughs> yeah, eventually gravity is going to get the best of you. Yeah, and I'm also thinking about, like, the children of Israel. Like, the Israelite when they were in Egypt. Because, mm-hmm.
1: oh, you said you were sticking to the New Testament and brought us back to the, the Old, old Testament, Testament, you know? Okay.
0: Got a little bit of both. But, um, <clears throat> when the Israelite were in Egypt, mm-hmm. and they were very sure of themselves being in Egypt. For like, sure. they were very sure they were safe and all that stuff. And then God, so they weren't. Yeah, God's <laughs> like, all until right, time to get y'all out of here. We're gonna go to the desert, and we're gonna really work on these things that you're insecure about. Because let, let's really think about it: you got nothing in the midst mm-hmm. of all of this. You just got God, like, and I feel like with um, them being in the desert is like God telling them, "Okay, this is what you're insecure about. I need you to trust me mm-hmm. in this area to get you out of it." Because even though you were okay with being this way in egypt Mm -hmm. i need you to get out of it because where i'm going with you is so much better and i need you to be able to tell somebody Mm -hmm. else about like how you overcame it and you know your experience because a lot of time i always say like what we go through is Mm -hmm. not really for us it's for somebody else that's gonna go through it later on Mm -hmm. but let me stop being preachy because wait wait wait. um,
1: because there was something that you said that was really like a key you know note for me um when you're talking about you know the church, um the children of israelites right and they were in the um desert um a lot of times when it when it's time to overcome anything um, there's some things that you have to strip yourself from, and that's exactly what God was making them do. <coughs> Stripping themselves of the things that they were conditioned, mm-hmm. you know, to know about themselves. Stripping themselves of the gold, you know, and the jewelry, you know, and the things that were not like God and that God did not need them to carry on into the promised Land or into the next phase of their life. And so for us to, you know, be confident and sure of ourselves, we almost have to be naked, you know? Like, we have to really come to terms with ourselves as a creation, and then allow you know what god says yeah. about us and not what these material things bring to us or these words bring to us or what people told us about ourselves because it was really a vulnerable moment for them
0: and i think like because the israelite back in egypt they were slaves mm-hmm. they were used to being slaves mm-hmm. to these things and guys, like i'm trying to free you from that yeah. i know some of you guys are like y'all I so took preaching them a real <laughs> long time it could have took them 40 days to get there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, there was, like, a path, um, pathway to get there quickly. And God's like, no, we're going to work gonna on it. going to talk
1: about how some of us are still slaves in 2020 now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mentally, mentally. Mentally.
1: Mentally, but some s- of us are still no, slaves. No, it's sh-
0: mentally, you could be a slave mentally, and it shows mm-hmm. in your appearance. Like, you could be a slave to insecurity and all, that's, <laughs> and all that great so like, There's people I know that lack confidence in um, who they are in general. There's people that you could look at them and be like, you're beautiful. And they're like, thank you. And you could tell that they don't believe that they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's people you could be like, you have such an amazing smile, Charlene. Um, And they'll just be like, yeah, you think so? Thank you. And, you know, I have that problem. People tell me, you have a great smile. And I hide behind my smile, too. I'm trying to use my smile a lot more because I'm very insecure about it. But um, nonetheless, I feel like a lot of time when you're when you when you're slave to insecurity, when you've been in that position for so long, it shows in the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you do anything in life. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I have another thing to bring to the table because I was just sitting here thinking about this. Okay, so with insecurities, we're sitting here and we're talking more so, you know, physical beauty. Um, um we're talking about you know smiles, you know, looks, um, and types of like the things that people tell us, and we're talking about likes and social media. However, um, I want to talk about something that's not so physical and mm-hmm. more so productivity, right? Like, okay, so like, yeah, I want to talk about productivity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of times, something that causes insecurity is change for people. So like a move. When you move, you have to find a new job. And if you're not financially secure, then you're insecure or, you know, college, right? A lot of us come from that, you know. You went to college, now you out of college. A lot of people have, you know, post-grad depression, and why is that? It's because one, you don't feel productive, or you don't see that job, or society is telling you that you should be making this coming out of college, or you should be making that coming out of college. Or life, you know, you just turned 25 all right, what do we have to show for it? I don't got no husband. I, I got, you know, those you got types got nothing of things. on your name. It's like, what do you have to show for it? And it's like, you know, there's no time limit on when you should do things, right? But society tells us that. And so a lot of people are insecure with, you know, timing when it comes to, you know, jobs and, you know, starting a family, starting a household. Because it kind of, we kind of just lose ourselves a little bit and get really sad instead of just working towards the things that we need to work on on the timing that god wants us to get there because people are trying to rush those processes for us yeah. i think that that's like a huge part of like the insecurities of like our generation and also comparison
0: I comparison. comparison
1: Ooh, <laughs> comparison is what's the worst thing comparison is the thief of
0: joy yeah 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 but like i feel like in the haitian culture because we're all Haitian out here, okay. Um, and the Haitian culture—not everybody that listen to—but the goal is to bring mm-hmm. enlightenment in there. In the Haitian culture, they compare you to other people's kids. Look at people's kids. kids. Look at her kids. Look at his kids.
1: Look at okay. Look at
0: this person—they're already married and they're your age. I oh, mean, you know. there's parents that's like, why can't you be like this person? Be like Samali's son, <laughs> you know
1: i be like, I bet you don't know that they do this. <laughs> I bet you know they didn't do that. She was kissing boys that have five years old. You don't know that.
0: <laughs> no, like, for real, like, no, like, when they compare you to somebody's kid. But well, I know you don't want me to be like them. Like, bro, <laughs> do you even know what I know?
1: Yeah.
0: Do you even, like, I think something I recently went through. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Um, okay. My mom, my mom, my siblings, a lot of people do this. Like, let's say relationship don't work. And then they're like, oh, look at the girl he's dating. Why couldn't you be more like her? Bye. I'd be ready to throw hands. Can't relate, but, you know, I feel that.
1: I think, though, like, when parents do the whole comparison game... I really don't think it's intentionally to hurt us because honestly, in their minds, it has nothing to do with us and everything to do with them. They just want somebody to compete with, okay? They just want you to be that star child that can be. Like, Look at my daughter; she's a doctor. <laughs> like, that's what they want to do. That about engineer. They just trying to beat somebody else's children so that they can glow. They can talk. They can glow. I
0: know a lot of parents that force their kids to go to school for RN mm-hmm. and like something in the medical field, just something so they, they don't can, even want to do something they know for a fact. The kids don't even want to do. they the kids doing it just to please and them. They
1: go to go to school and struggle because they're not happy. <sighs> Baby girl, if art is for you,
0: go do art. And then your mom's gonna Cause be I like, "I wish I could draw." Your mom's gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> no like there's Haitian parents that will tell you what you want is not going to pay your bills that doesn't bring money and a man doesn't because want it's not that. gonna
1: pay your bills it's because it's not gonna pay their bills okay <laughs> I think everything is about them They're are you going to take care of me because I'm getting
0: old like that's literally <laughs>
1: how it be with these parents I'm a, so lot of it, a
0: lot of a lot of parents it's like oh I did but my it's... part now it's time for you to return the favor yeah
1: but it's a good thing. Because, I mean, that's the mentality that we should be having anyways. Like, generational wealth. Like, what's up? I'm trying to make fam- money for all the fam. <laughs> Let's make us some money.
0: I, lo- I love having you a right here, bro. We really, I really have to get you on more episodes. Cause okay. you really y'all want to send me
1: on some more episodes? Let me know. Guess y'all got to stream all of her episodes and her podcasts. Leave some, you know, ratings on here. Mm-hmm. What is it like the the stars and the comments? Let her know how you like this episode. Follow her on Instagram, Darlene Anjou. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You got this. She's over here advertising. Also, download, download Safe Haven. Subscribe to us on every streaming every platform. Streaming platform. We got you covered. Apple Music. You don't even man. gotta pay for it, bro. Unless uh-uh. you're paying for Apple. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Right.
1: I think so. That's the only one.
0: I think it's free, even if you don't um, like pay for Apple. But it's free. It's
1: free. It costs you nothing.
0: Yeah. And you can find Shirley. Shirley's YouTube channel is really great. She did this one poem that was like amazing. I think that was like your first thing on your YouTube, and it's beautiful. Find her YouTube. And I don't think
1: it was my first one, but it was like my like uh, my one year anniversary. Yeah. Natural anniversary. Natural anniversary thing. You, you feel me? One time for the natural girls.
0: But, yeah, find her on youtube. i'm gonna have it on the um description about that's gonna tell you the information about yeah, the podcast subscribe. i'm gonna have it on there. subscribe to her channel, find her on youtube um on Instagram. DM her, you guys. Blow up her DM. And also follow um, FT um, media. FTI Media because they do a great job. They respond to you. They're very loving. They want you to succeed. They want you to look good because it represent them. If you look
1: good, we look good. <laughs>
0: then we all happy. We all happy. But, yeah, I mean, thank you guys for tuning in to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjou with your special guest.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm Charlene Jovi. Go ahead and follow me, like she said in the
0: description box. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. So say, baby. I'm going to have her on more episodes, definitely. Bye. 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 Bring out good vibes, good vibes, good energy.